have on the show. Wake up and let's go to the Mindless Morning Show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mindless Morning Show. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Dakota. Hey guys. <laughs> and, and with us today, we have the wonderful host of the For Better Self and Net Worth podcast, Ella Catherine. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. How about yourself? Oh, you know, we're, we're here. Pretty good. You're just and- getting mindless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe mindless, like always. Well, I- we have to get better. We, we're, we're here to better ourselves and our mindlessness today with you. Well, nice. Well, mindful. Hey, hey really, show. really excited to be on the show. I've listened to, I've listened to the guests that you guys have had. Oh, I think thanks. it's an amazing show. You guys bring out a lot of entertainment. You've got something for everybody on this show. Appreciate Thank that. You. Man, I'm all flustered now. You just threw me <laughs> off my groove. I don't even know what to ask anymore. Or been like, tell me more. Tell me. Yeah. More. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, so so, uh, what what got you in, into podcasting? So it's a pandemic. It wasn't just the pandemic. To be honest, I have daydreamed about podcasting about a year before the idea of having my own show. I was waiting to find the perfect co-host, honestly, and then call it the budget babes. And we talk about what things we save money on, how we budget, what, because everybody's got a budget. I don't care how much money you're making or how to get the most out of your money, making it work for you. What's a good deal. What's a rip off analyzing that. That was my daydream. And I just kind of had an epiphany. It was the pandemic to say, okay, stop waiting for stuff to happen, make it happen yourself. And that's when I started the show. I love talking about like getting the best deal. I love talking about shopping, how to negotiate, how to pay down all your debt, how to live the life you want without worrying about finances. But it started when I started doing the podcast, the topics I got passionate about, I found myself talking about life in general, the people that you hang out with, the mindset that you have going into life and just how to better what's around you. So for better self, being the best version of yourself and net worth, because I'm wanting to use that podcast as a space for entrepreneurs, for business owners, for dream chasers to talk about how they built the life that they dreamed of using the podcast or not using the podcast, but they're using the podcast to talk about the life that they dreamed of. I was going to say, I, Please tell me. I, I need to know all these secrets. <laughs> I'm going to launch this podcast to, to like five different lifestyles right now. <laughs> Great. And you can be the next, uh, who knows, like Joe Rogan, where did he come from? Or I, Lewis House. Lewis House is a professional. I mean, Joe Rogan, he, he started, was, I think, was, MMA purely. He was a comedian, wasn't he? I thought he was like stand-up comedian and then MMA and he was all I don't know what came too. for oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean I saw he, was like, he, I thought he was like an actor comedian. He did a lot of different things. Yeah. He probably was an entrepreneur prior or something, had his hand in, hands into a lot of things, but yeah. I mean, I would like that. I would I would would not mind making like thirty million a year that he makes <laughs> on his podcast. Like right? sure. It's gonna say to somebody like I, I I would mind that I don't want that. <laughs> like, yeah. No, don't worry. I'm I'm only taking enough to get what I what I need, and right. then the rest is just I'm throwing away. I don't need it. I, well, I mean, I'm not throwing it away. I'm, I'm gonna donate it to charity. Like, I was like, where are you throwing this money? 
I might throw do it. my little Joker scene, light it on fire. Yeah, a lot of times you throw it into the podcast. Yeah, this, this Based is on the true. sound, what you wear, getting guests. I mean, you can get paid, but what I have the one sponsor, and I'll make Starbucks money off of it. That's what I'll say. I'll make enough to buy the Starbucks latte. Money. Starbucks <laughs> money. I, I know mean, people that spend a lot of money at Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for that Starbucks money. Or avocado toast money, they say. Avocado toast. Hey, <laughs> toast avocado toast, toast is bomb. I was like, like oh, good. Yeah, yeah if you put like, really good. Uh, you take hard-boiled egg, scramble it up with some mayo and everything else, salt, pepper, put that in with the avocado toast. Bomb. Yeah, so I did. Sp- speaking of food, is that that's something that you talk about on your podcast too, right? Is food? Mm-hmm. I am a self-titled foodie. <laughs> That's one thing I do love love to spend money on because I travel a lot for my job and just for personal. And one thing I do love about it is trying new different types of food in the experience and a lot of experiences around food and the food that you eat is going to nurture your body and your mind. So I just find it very important to invest into good quality food and not, and you know, if you go to McDonald's one every now and then there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't want that to be your everyday diet or. I personally do want five guys burgers to be my everyday diet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is so good, but yes, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I would have clogged arteries and live to about tomorrow. If, uh, that, that were my case. Um, I definitely have found a lot of healthy foods that do taste good. And I've, I've always been like the, no, I'm a carnivore. I need the meats. <laughs> like you still can though. Yeah. yeah but even then there's, both. there's still some times like, and people say like, Oh, that's rabbit food. Oh, I like this rabbit food. It tastes good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a good. lot of it's mindset. If you tell yourself something tastes awful, it's disgusting. You're going to think it's disgusting. Brussels sprouts. I don't know why people have hated on Brussels sprouts for so long, because if they are cooked properly and crispy enough, they're absolutely amazing. I'll leave them so, raw. They're so my, good. Jordan tells me that all the time. She's like, Brussels sprouts are so good. And I'm like, I don't want veggie testicles. <laughs> veggie t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call them that sometimes. That's <laughs> Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I ate a chicken heart this week. Oh, how oh, how'd man. you like that? I put my fork in it, and as I kept trying to get my fork in it, it looked like the heart was beating. Oh no! So no, that didn't set it up for the right taste. I took a bite of it; it just tasted dirty. Oh, it man. just wasn't. It was too chewy for me. Somebody said that they're cooked right; they're excellent, but that just. I was practically traumatized because I remember on a Thanksgiving, my grandma had like that, that little two, two pronged fork. Uh, she grabbed a turkey heart out of it with it. And she's like, oh, there's a turkey heart you want it? And I was like, no. And she just straight up eats it. Off. I was like, what the uh, fuck? No. <laughs> grandma, no. <laughs> yeah. No. So I they- know. What's when that? they reach up the turkey's butt, you have to put your hand up the turkey's butt and get all the innards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was always weird to me, but I like stuffing is the absolute best part of Thanksgiving for me. Like, yeah, I can live off that one food. It's so good. Dude, it's always mashed potatoes and gravy for me. That's what I like the best. Yeah, those are good. 
But stuffing, I feel like I only get that one time a year. Mashed potatoes, you can throw them in whenever. It's true. That's true. That's true. But so, uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Dinner, mashed potatoes, and then dinner rolls. Yeah. Fluffy oh. bread with Do you butter. Have a bread machine. I don't have a bread machine. No. Should I get one? You should. You should totally invest in one. It is the best thing we've ever done because we make pizza crust, pizza roll, or uh, not pizza mm. rolls, um, just like bread rolls for sandwiches or anything really. Where did you get um, a bread machine? I didn't know this was a thing. Like, you had to like what? make yeah. the bread by hand. No, dude, Amazon. Amazon has like, <laughs> Amazon. All right, wait. Literally, <laughs> like that's what its logo has A to Z for. It, it anything from A to Z. Um, it's true, but it's I've got this garden here. Whoa, oh, nice. That's cool. Chives. I had a tomato plant, but it got too long. <laughs> oh, you were, you were showing us like a, a different type of hydroponic garden over there. That's <laughs> 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 illegal in Tennessee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Allegedly, that might be in the garage. Um, <laughs> just yeah. smart has the tags as time and chives so that they don't know. <laughs> yep but yeah the, the bread machine super awesome and you you can't like you can make more things than just bread you can make yogurts you can make wines you can make wine? how'd you go from with yeah. the bread maker how'd you go from bread to yogurt and then wine yeah. that's what i asked when i saw all the settings on this thing i was like what the hell <laughs> and again you still don't know the answer it just yeah, does it <laughs> it just does it dude because it's the same little vat it goes into which is really just a little thing in a paddle i thought the air fryer was the jack of all trades that's, that's honestly an amazing one and i will say i did the the unthinkable i tested a steak in an air fryer Mm-hmm. Oh, it works, man. You can do anything. Yeah, you can do anything. I've done a whole pork uh, pork loin in there, like that big. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, solid. And, and, and I am so sorry. We're totally getting into food. That is like a fat <laughs> boy in me. Let me um, derail that by uh, asking you. So, where did the story of Ella start? <laughs> where did this? Where does it all begin? I, I guess I would say. There's a hard way to pinpoint it. I remember I first started listening to podcasts when I started my job. I drive all over Tennessee, Mississippi, Kentucky, all over the States. So I've had a lot of time in my car to hear the podcast and think, I want to do that. I want to interview people. And then I also think back into college, there was this app on MySpace where you did superlatives and everybody voted me most likely to host your own talk show. Nice. You're like, hey. I'd love to make a living just talking to people, interviewing people, entertaining people. I grew up in a really small town. It said, okay, you've got to go to college. You've got to get a business degree or you got to get some kind of degree or you're going to be poor and stuck in East Tennessee for the rest of your life. And I didn't really go for my actual dream because I just felt limited. And back then there wasn't a lot of social media. There wasn't a lot of platforms that I can make for myself. And it's just kind of an awakening. I have a friend who I kind of grew up with that lived in the same town as I did, went to the same school as I did. She is, she's made a huge name for herself on social media and just taking great photos, talking about the products that she likes. And I see this and I said, you know, it's just, it's that easy that you can just 
get on social media, inspire people, motivate people. That's as a trainer, that's my, that's what I love to do is just inspire people, motivate them, try to get them to do some, you know, do something better, go for what they want instead of saying in a negative mindset. And when I see that people are doing this on social media and actually making money off of it, I just thought, why not me? It's hmm. a good mindset. Yeah. Anybody can do do anything as long as they, they do put their mind to it and put put the work into it, the effort too. So I mean that's always the biggest thing is it's good. Yeah. It's good yeah. To to accomplish that and, and definitely to inspire others along the way is another good feat to do. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sp- spreading I, that positivity is it's always awesome. Well thanks. Thanks. I just think, I think we all, we're all here with a purpose and it's just finding that purpose. And I think, you know, for the three of us who have podcasts, we've got a purpose out there and we need to fulfill it. We're almost selfish for not fulfilling it. It could be true. Yep. I, I, I don't know my purpose. I'd like to say it's just to bring some laughs because that's really all I like to have in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so important. It was that easy. <laughs> I know, I guess. I mean, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be that easy. Yeah. I don't want to live one day on this earth without laughing at something. And when yeah. I belly laugh, it's so much better. Just Yeah, yeah. And, and there is a, a famous quote, and I don't remember who says it right now. And it's something, a, a day without laughter is a day wasted. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 100%. I, I want to say it's Dalai Lama, but honestly, I don't remember. Man, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, as I was like literally looking at it today, and I, I, I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, I love, uh, I love laughing, laugh, being, being funny, and I mean, I try to be funny. Uh, Charlie Chaplin. Oh shit, Charlie Chaplin! You were so close with the Dalai Lama. <laughs> so close, so close. They're like the same. Yeah. it's probably been said before a lot of the famous quotes they've been said in another way it's just one person that coined it yeah true very very true and they're in their own experiences and things like that so yeah so so speaking of experiences what are your experiences with uh being being a budget babe (laughs) my experiences kind of go back to first living on my own I remember, and I had part-time jobs through high school and college, but I remember seeing my first paycheck. I got this great job at the ad agency. They told me what I was going to be making. So I already divided it out, knew what I'd be having and knew what I could live with. But I remember seeing my first paycheck, how much was taken out with taxes, how much was taken out just with insurance. And I saw that and I said, oh, wow, I'm, I'm legit paying my rent, my electricity, food, and then they're supposed to be able to go out on this kind of money. Yeah. And what they say is you should do the job that makes you happy, not just for what makes money. I'll be fully transparent. Yeah, I want to be happy with my job, but why not both? Why not be happy with what you're doing and make money? Yeah, true. That's the key. Yeah, ultimately. I mean, I I had a job at one point that i was making really good money i couldn't complain as far as money goes but i was not at all happy and yeah i'm happier than a pig and shit 
<laughs> Man, I'm not making the same amount of money, but God, I don't give a shit. I thought pigs just like mud, not shit. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the second job I had right out of college, I was selling phones and I made decent money, but I had absolutely no life outside work. Yeah. yeah. So what's the point? I mean, it's like, what was the biggest thing? We all, we all like strive to be able to pay for a big house to live in or a nice house to live in when 75% of the time we're not even there to do anything in it. Cause we're all out working, you know, person too. Yeah. Because yeah. there are some people that they don't want, like, they don't want families. They don't want relationships. They don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Want. Like there are days I'm just kind of like, do I really want that? Yeah. Like companionship yeah. or I want companionship, but I can't be in a relationship where I constantly have to tell somebody what I'm doing the whole time or report okay. back to them. You know, it's, I like my freedom. So let's turn this into like, um, you know, like a whole day. We'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah. who, what mindless listeners out there. And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, long walks on the beach. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Something I like to make a point on my podcast is you don't have to live the life everyone else is having. Yeah. Don't don't compare it. Stop comparing yourself. You know, happiness comes from your personal experiences, comes from within. Stop waiting on something else or someone else to make your life happy. 100%. And I I feel that's a big thing, especially with social media that has basically been the source of so many people having like, depression and and, Mm -hmm. and just things of like feeling not as worth because they see these like ridiculous people that I don't even think they exist. I feel like half of those posts are fake anyways. Yeah. Like I I don't believe like (laughs) Like, half of them. I'm just like, I don't even think these people are real. Yeah. Yeah. Like who talks to them? I don't think anybody's ever seen them. (laughs) Um, So to me, it's just one of those things that like, I, I don't, I don't like social media. I hate social media. But it's unfortunately with like the one and only thing to like get any type of like notoriety out there, like get any kind of exposure and, and to market yourself. It's basically prime prime platform of marketing. And uh, it's a shame, but it is what it is. And I mean, yeah, what can you do? Yeah. Well, what about the good part of social media? What if, that's how we all connected. You're connecting with other people. Yeah, Yeah. you're connecting with like-minded people who want to do what you want to do, who have the same goals as you. I knew nothing about, you know, paranormal. I knew a little bit, like I love scary movies, but some of the paranormal podcasts that I'm connected to, I'm learning so much about it. And I'm a history junkie. I love watching the History Channel. I grew up, that was my best subject, but now I'm learning so many other aspects of history, local. Like there's probably something that happened in the house that I live in now that I don't know about. And these people are out here doing so much research and we're honoring everyday people through that. That's true. Yeah. Social media gives people an outlet. There's go budget girl. She talked about how she paid off all her debt and how she made it super simple. A lot of people use it to make themselves look relatable. Even, you know, there's, you know, 21, 20 billion nares out there who, you know, built an empire by being famous or writing books or whatnot. And they talk about how relatable they are. Maybe not necessarily relatable to us, but there are people out there who are. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a way of connection. Yeah. Sure. Generation. 
Yeah, there there always is a flip side to every coin. So I mean, even with social media having it, it, its uh, negatives, there's definitely some positives, and it's like that with a majority of things. There's always a a, a flip to each. Yeah, um, it's all about the perspective, you know. That too. Uh, yeah, choosing to yeah. what what know what you want to focus on as far as negative or positive is is ideal as well. But and, and I see what you mean about people who are you know, they're not posting in their pajamas. They're full makeup. I know with women, it's like full makeup, eyelashes. I talked with this with Carissa on the Beauty Unlocked podcast. There's people you don't see what they look like when they get out of bed in the morning or around their house. They're just, you know, wearing the nicest things. And it it is about image a lot of times. Yeah. Or those, the Instagram posts where it's like the post versus reality and you'd see what it actually yes. looks like or I don't know. I've seen the, some of the Instagram models where one of them came out and showed what she actually looks like and all of her pictures, she like sucks it in super like to where she looks like it. And she's sitting there and looks completely different. She's like, Nope, this is what we look like. It's <laughs> like, that's crazy. I need to know how she did that because I took beautiful photos of the mountains were gorgeous. And I, you know, of course I didn't put on makeup or wear my Spanx to go hiking. And then I look at the photos. I'm like, oh, ooh, my hair's not brushed. <laughs> look a hot mess. Should I really post this? I might just go ahead and post it later. Yeah. Are you ready for a picture? No, I gave about 30 minutes. I got to get ready for the picture real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do, I guess, whatever to, to feel comfortable as your own self. I mean, mm-hmm. why have this beautiful, beautiful chin? It's very impressive goatee. The beard, the beard hides all of the, the bad stuff underneath. <laughs> yeah, like I, I barely have like a chin. It's like way down, down here. So it's like such a little baby chin. So this just. It's better. It's better. It's better. <laughs> Let's stop talking about it. I'm getting insecure. <laughs> um, so where do you, uh, where do you plan to take the podcast, or, or, and what are your goals with it? So I want the podcast to be a space where people can come talk about what they're passionate about to help entrepreneurs kind of promote their business. It's really just a space to talk about what you love doing. I'm surrounded by a lot of friends who are successful entrepreneurs who've gotten to work for themselves. I want them to be able to talk about that and how other people can kind of follow their dreams and I also want to, and I've been in the works of it. I also want to write a book. Nice. Always, I've always wanted to be a writer. I'm that kind of person. I have a lot of creative energy. I was, teachers would talk about, they didn't talk about how cooperative I was. They talked about how creative I was <laughs> and how I preferred to entertain people than pay attention in class. I think <laughs> that's just my energy is I want to entertain people. I want to give people a space to be themselves talk about what their passions are. Uh, Carissa and I, a couple episodes ago, we talked about the beauty industry and how devious it was. And then I had a lady, her name was Suzanne Powell. She's from Lexington, Kentucky. And she had a lot of hardships in her earlier years. And now she's extremely wealthy, works as a financial advisor, and is writing a book called Money Moves for Women Over 50 she got to come talk about her book and who else? 
Yeah. I feel like I had, I feel like I had another interview recently, but yeah, I like giving people a space to be themselves, talk about their successes and to kind of cheer other people on. Because a lot of times when you see someone that is successful, they're like, Oh, you know, their parents paid for that. Or, you know, she, she's probably struggling. You know, we, women, especially we tend to downplay each other. We tend to underestimate each other. I just want somebody, I just want people to kind of want to step into their power and also not be afraid to brag, not be afraid to say, look, I did this. I'm amazing. I grew my business to seven figures this year. Let's celebrate this or say, Hey, I, I just wrote my first book. I want people to buy it come out there and promote yourself. Give your space to talk about yourself and promote yourself because I feel like we're kind of taught as society. It's like, okay, don't brag. Don't brag. Yeah. But sometimes it's just, it's okay. And it's like, it's- find yourself inspired by people that you feel envious of instead of feeling envious of them and writing them off. Yeah. Right. And you could definitely, you could definitely write. Dakota's done it. Uh, yeah, if I can do it, anybody can do it, honestly. <laughs> I, I wasn't I saying did, it yeah, in that I sense. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I am. So, yeah, I've, uh, I self-published a book uh, last June. Um, June 30th of 2020 is my first self-published yeah. book. So uh, a sci-fi, um, I mean, I don't even know the first in the epic saga that I'm writing. <laughs> That's cool. I, science fiction is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's it's pretty crazy and all about alien species, and it alternates between two, and then the next book will be two other alien species, and eventually they'll all come together. And yeah, it's exciting. That's cool. <laughs> but, but I'm like what you just talked about, and I have a hard time talking about myself and bragging about myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's good cool. though to to have that that bit of like confidence. It's it's more so confidence yeah. in yourself. Like there's a fine line between confidence and cocky. Like. If you're just out there shrugging and be like, oh, I'm fucking better than you. All right, okay, cool. (laughs) If you're like, no, look at what I did. I'm proud of this. Fuck yeah, go me. Good for you. That's a confidence. Like, honestly, people call Kanye crazy. I commend him a lot for the amount of confidence that dude has in himself. No matter how, yeah. how crazy he yeah. comes off. But no you just jumped, you just media, jumped back to that cocky side. Like he's so cocky and arrogant though, too. He has been. <laughs> yeah, he has been. But in a lot of the things he does, it's just purely self-confidence in himself. It, like kudos to him, man. Cause like, I don't have that. <laughs> for the publicity. Whenever I go into a presentation at work or if I'm meeting with, a, you know, somebody that's higher up with the company, I will sometimes listen to Kanye West to get that energy going. There you go. And yeah. I had a coworker tell me to listen to DMX before a presentation. Yeah. yeah. You walk up. into that presen- uh, presentation, like just barking, just be like, sticks his hand out. You're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Just listen to some DMX. I'm a little hyped. You guys ready to sell some shit? Let's go. Let's do this. Like, just get crazy with it. You might as well, like, fuck. Yeah. As far as cockiness goes, cockiness is not confidence. Cockiness is wearing a mask it's usually i dated a guy that was extremely arrogant and 19 years old i thought that was really attractive i'm like oh he really likes himself and he's <laughs> he's a threat guy he's drives a nice car. You know, just, just the things that 19 year olds look for in a companion not necessarily companionship but they look for somebody that i don't know same same reason why some guys want trophy wives like the arm candy 
And what I, what I didn't realize at the time, but I realized now I was like, okay, this guy treated me terribly because he didn't like himself. Yeah. That's usually what it stems down to. Most, most uh, men aren't made till after high school ladies. So just stop looking until then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's absolutely honest. (laughs) Um, So in high school, it's the, it's high school. You get friend zoned. I was, I was, I was one of the guys that got friend zoned for a while in high school. Cause I was like, he treats you bad. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I would do the Kermit the Frog voice and made it worse too. <laughs> Sitting in the corner. No. <laughs> Please Kermit. He's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So what are what are some things you do to to save and work on a budget if you don't mind us asking oh not at all there there's a ton of apps out there i use every dollar and i come to notice that not all budgeting budgeting experts i guess you would call them um they're not one size fits all so of course there's you know dave ramsey out there that says hey don't buy anything with a credit card. Don't, I mean, how are you going to buy a new car with, with cash? Most people can't, but you know, I'm like, okay, well I'll buy something I can't, that can pay off in two years or something I have to do is it's a lot of discipline too, because I have a tendency to spend a lot of money on groceries, food going out. And I will actually look at the menu and plan ahead. If I go to a four-star restaurant, I'm going to go in knowing what I'm going to spend. I look at my bank account every single day. I always have a savings account with at least $1,000 in it just as a cushion in case an unexpected expense comes up. I just had to get my air conditioning fixed. It was actually a lot less than I thought it was going to be because I had a warranty on the car, but I had that money saved up just in case. I know animal emergencies. You got you pets? Have, I have a cat. Oh, yeah. And I've had to take him to the vet, you know, just with his respiratory, he has a lot of respiratory issues and, you know, x-rays, scans, abdominal scans, it adds up what you pay for your pets. So just all in all preparation, no, I'm going to spend each day. Something else is I do love to shop. I love having nice clothes, but I, I limit myself. I said, okay, if I go to TJ Maxx, I'm going to put myself at a hundred dollar cap. And realistically, it's all in planning. You may just plan it by the week and say, okay, what are my expenses? What are my bills? List those first. List my rent. That's the biggest chunk. List what my car payment is, what my, you know, if you have credit card payments, listing those. I do prefer not to use a credit card, but if I do, it's going to be something I can pay off within a couple of weeks, but we're all human. And there's a lot of things like renting a car, hotel rooms that are just safer to do on a credit card than they are. I'm not gonna lie. I've uh, I've rarely I've rarely used a credit card, just because like I know myself. Yeah. Fucking max that thing out. Like, oh, uh, you want payment? Um, maybe later, dude. Um, <laughs> so it, it's just it never really works out. But I I've, I've done really well for myself building credit via, um like doing payment plans with, with things like with the firm and stuff like that for like yeah. ticket items. Like 
a kid swing set or, you know, uh, a grill or, or uh, lawnmower or anything, anything big that like usually costs like a couple hundred dollars. Instead of dropping so much money, I'll just do like no interest rates if paid off in this amount of time. Cool. I can do that. Boom. Pay it off. Builds credit. Good. Works out. There's a lot of great ways, even more so than ever, to pay for something that doesn't touch your credit. Yeah. Or if you do want to build your credit, just pay with something, do something within reason. I know for me, it's the same reason I don't do credit cards. It's because I have that self-awareness. If I wanted to go out to Chanel and buy a Chanel bag with a credit card, yeah, I can pay it off or I can just let it sit there until I pay it off. Right. That, that, that's a whole different struggle you have uh, (laughs) guys. Like I don't care about a Chanel, but I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. I know it's expensive and crazy for guys, for guys. It's like shoes, like Jordan's man. There's some big sneaker heads, man. Like I know that's true because I had a buddy that had an entire closet. It was actually his pantry that he turned into a shoe closet. His wife was like, do you see this bullshit? This motherfucker has more shoes than me. Sneakerheads are wild, man. I don't get Shoes are an investment. My company Mm -hmm. gave me... So my company, they have a thing where they give you shoes for top achievements. And they gave me these Nike Airs. And I had my trail shoes, my hiking shoes. I already got those dirty on the trail. But when I went home, I got to walk through the airport and these, you know, Nike Airs that I went and bought for myself. But now I know... Let it get shoes. Comfort. Nikes. Nikes are where it's at. Yeah. I don't, wear, I don't I don't wear anything else. I've always worn Nikes. That's what I, really? I'm a basketball guy, man. I've been Nike. Nike. What does that have to do with anything? Dude. Cause they're comfy and they're supportive and they don't break my ankles when I'm playing in them. <laughs> I mean, so I've only high worn top, like, high top the Air Force man's Nike Air Force, those are my jam. I've mostly worn skate shoes and I go to Ross. I'll straight up go to Ross and get like $20, $30 shoes. And I'm good for like the next two to three years. And I was, I was skate I'm shoes, sad. like Vans Converse before I started playing basketball. And then once I started playing basketball, it was all I never like Converse audios and yeah. things like that. DC shoes. They always had like that nice comfy fluff to them. <laughs> it was like walking on clouds. Did you ever have air walks? I never had airwalks, but I knew people that did. Yeah. I had moon boots. Yeah. <laughs> moon boots. Oh, <laughs> Those are the things with the springs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's like dope. How high did you get? Did you jump really high in them? <laughs> I jumped so high, I fell. No, I'm just kidding. Did you get to the moon? <laughs> no, fortunately not. It was false advertising, really. So, sure, see. So, so going back to, to money stuff, we saw um, one of your posts about splurging on yourself. So mm-hmm. when you get enough money to splurge on yourself, what do you splurge on? That's a good one. Right I'll now, it's we talked about food earlier, traveling. Ooh, yeah, traveling. Yeah. So Love I've traveling. been saving up a couple hundred dollars every month to plan a trip to Mexico in October. Nice. Because that's an experience. Yeah, you can you pay for it, but you get the photos, you get the memories of it, you immerse yourself into a different culture. I always bond with people that I meet in airports. It's so random, but there's people who I meet in airports that knew my soul. That's, that's that I'll never see again. Yeah. <laughs> I knew your soul. I, I've never heard that expression. I need this explained. <laughs> You've never had an airport, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have flown maybe three times and like I mm-hmm. avoid everybody. I'm the guy in the corner, like Yeah, and then there's the guy in the other opposite corner of you that's doing the same yeah. thing. And you lock eyes, you lock eyes for that brief like four seconds and you're like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This area is secured. <laughs> there are times where I just want to take a book and wear these Beats by Dre headphones. I don't even know if they still work or not, just so I don't have to talk to other people. But just the experiences and memories that I make traveling, those are just generally turns out to be the peaks of my year. So I like to invest in that. And, you know, I do like to wear, you know, I'm a big fan of outfits. I like to stand out in what I wear. Now, when I say I sport drunk clothes, am I paying $150 for a pair of jeans? No. But it's, it's a way of treating myself. Let's see. And also I'm going to try acupuncture for the first time in a couple of weeks. Ooh. So self-care is a good, good sport for me. My biggest sport is probably my rent because I live in Nashville. It's a hot city. I have no choice, but to splurge on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look with acupuncture. I've always been scared of that. Me too, but I've heard it's like super helpful. Like I'm great things about it. I know, but (laughs) I've heard amazing things. Everybody says it's great. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Dude, like I don't even like going to get like any kind of shot, needles, blood work. I'll do tattoos all day. (laughs) Yeah, you tattoo yourself. But so if you if you acupunctured yourself, would you do it? Oh, I don't think I could do that to myself. I don't even think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's easy to tattoo yourself. I think it's a lot easier to tattoo yourself than people realize. Once they start doing it, like you're you're in it, you're good. Um, acupuncture. I don't even think I could put one needle in. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. No thanks. No yeah. thanks. When I got my COVID shot, you know, the nurse had to talk me down, and they're used to that because I, I have a I have a weird phobia of needles as well. I think it's because I've read a story when I was a kid about people stepping on infected needles, HIV infected needles in the uh, Jersey shore. There's a big story about that, but yeah, I've had where the nurse had to kind of hold me down to give me a shot and talk to me like I'm three years old. Okay. Ella, it's okay. It's okay. Nice. That's... But fears are meant to be conquered. Exactly. That's, yeah. It doesn't matter how we conquer them. They just, they're meant to be conquered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely would. Uh, I, I had to get my flu shot and I haven't gotten a flu shot years prior to it. And this was like a year ago, year and a half ago. And uh, I, I was like freaking out. I was like, man, I'm starting to sweat. I'm sitting in the chair. The nurse comes in. And she's like, all right, you ready? And I was like, yeah, all right, go. And I was like, go. And she's like, I'm done. And I'm like, really? I was like, I don't feel that at all. She, I was like, she's cool. standing there holding a lollipop for you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel it at all. It was great. And my wife was like, you're such a baby for no reason. Yeah. I was like, hey, you never know. I, I, I don't know. I, Man, my, I don't like it. My last needle experience was, well, I guess before COVID was when I had to get that ingrown toenail taken care of and oh man i don't ever want to do that again that was not only that like they put the shot in the first one was good and then he did the next shot and he hit the bottom like tendon part and i like karate kicked like and the doctor like moved out of the way and we both looked at each other yeah. <laughs> i was like you want to so keep sorry. going <laughs> i was like i'm so sorry <laughs> he's like i didn't expect that i was like 
Me either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I stepped on, it's two years ago, I stepped on a sea urchin in the Dominican Republic. Ooh, those hurt, don't they? They had, to, they had to take, the doctor had to take the needles out to have surgery. I, oh, it cost $500, though. Speaking of budgeting, it only cost me $500 to have surgery in the DR. Where in DR were you? Uh, I was at um, Puerto Plata. But that is that is the only place I've actually ever been to out of the country is Dominican Republic, Puerto Plata. I stayed at <laughs> at the Grand Ventana Hotel. Mm-hmm. Great, great uh, resort, um, all inclusive. And man, I, I love their bartenders. Their bartenders loved me. Like every morning, I'm waking up. I'm walking out to the pool bar. Hey! Because <laughs> back in the U.S., I wasn't legal yet. But here, oh, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. So I was like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so I just got drinking. It was great. So All inclusive is where is that? Can yes. you like describe how this happened? I'm like, like, what was the pain level when you stepped on it? Like, how oh. happened? How did it happen? Walk me through it. I want to know what happened. So I wanted to go kayaking in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And you know, as I was kayaking, I, I kayak in the lake all the time. Here in Tennessee, we have a lot of lakes, but and rivers. But in the DR, you know, I was kayaking through the ocean. I, I felt my kayak get stuck on something, so I was getting out of the rock. <clears throat> well, I wasn't even thinking about it. They told us to be careful around the rocks. I stepped right on one of those bad boys. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five pins in my foot, all up to kind of past my ankles, Dang. and. That pain, and I knew there were needles. I thought I was like, did I step on a plant? Did I step on something? But it was, you felt the poison just going up into your leg. Oh. It, like, was it parents, like a, a numbing or burning pain? It wasn't a numbing pain. It was a sharp, I would say a burning pain, slightly burning Ugh. pain. And what the first thing I do is I lay down, but I put sand on it because that's what I was taught with jellyfish. You get some by jellyfish, rub sand into it. And well, the locals, yeah, rub sand onto the jellyfish sting. You're supposed to pee on it. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I tried that too. (laughs) But with the sea urchin, I was right. And they're like, no, no, no. So they come out. One of the ladies that was the vendors was that was selling something. She comes out, she just pours straight rum on my foot. Shit. That's how you know it's Well, I told her to give me some rum to drink just so I can be too drunk to fill it. Mm-hmm. now when and they pour that when they pour the alcohol over it that's how you know it's serious <laughs> yeah they just pour they you know rum that could have been consumed through the mouth was yeah. poured onto my foot it's borderline alcohol poisoning or uh, alcohol abuse but <laughs> alcohol I, poisoning. I, yeah, I i will i will let it go only because it was for the greater good <laughs> for the greater good <laughs> she was like no your foot needs to get drunk right now sweetie not you <laughs> i mean if that was possible honestly i'd i'd probably just take a bath in alcohol at that point yeah and, and just yeah. soak it up i mean if you sat at this way i'll talk it but if you like bathed in alcohol long enough would you get drunk would it like seep into your skin i mean i felt i was not <laughs> i was not in what does it say? Yeah, I wasn't with it when that happened. I think I was just kind of going through all the shock and then having to get shots. Yeah, I can imagine. I would. Ugh. Yeah. <clears throat> Trying to muster up any Spanish that I knew to communicate <laughs> with the doctor. Help! <laughs> Pretty yeah. universal. Help! <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I don't think I would know how to, how to ask for help. And I'm trying to think like my, my, my wife would be mad. She's Spanish. Uh, <laughs> Isn't I, I really it? don't think I know how to say help in Spanish or anything, or if there's even a word for. I was going to say, I was going to say one, but I don't want to make a fool of myself. So do it. No, I do it. It's a mindless show, man. I, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm Bermuda. What? I do that. Ayuda. That's how you ask Ayuda. for See, yeah, that's not Ayuda. what I was going to say. Ayuda. My, 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 I don't think I've ever heard that. Ayuda. Who are you going to say? Andale? Si se puede. Si se puede. That's uh, we like, can do it. It's like, I know that's not it. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to talk to us. Si se puede. <laughs> si se puede is yes, we can. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, don't think, I don't think it means what I think it does. Yeah, or no, just point to my phone and say, no bueno, no bueno. They yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, no, no bueno. No. <laughs> Mucho gusto, pain hablo. Pain hablo. So, um, you know, back back to uh, food, that, that peach shortcake looked really good. Oh, thank you. That you had posted. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to send some to us. That would be great. You know what I did? <laughs> I took boxed cake mix just made one of those and it was the aldi brand it wasn't even betty crocker aldi is the shit Good yes they're aldi not my sponsor yet for your budget they're, they're great yeah. yes yeah i i would love nothing more than to be like a instagram chef and just have these uh aldi or trader joe's Publix, whoever wants to come at me first to sponsor right. shout out hashtag sponsor us what sponsor us, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i would cook all day if aldi sponsored me like here cook the yeah okay cool okay all right sweet yeah I, yeah i would uh i would blow all these up man i love all yeah. these I've, but, I've always shot there but what i do is if i serve any kind of dessert with peaches i crumble some little brown sugar on top of it and that's all that's all it was is fresh pizzas pe- pizzas that cake dairy free for me nice. oh dairy free okay Mm-hmm. Okay. Lactose, lacto- or, uh, lactose, lactose intolerant. Intolerant. yeah. No, I was just thinking the other day as I had this ridiculous bowl of ice cream. Man, I feel really bad. So I feel really Damn. bad. But yeah. I actually, there is that lactate uh, ice cream. Yeah, now. they got stuff. Yeah, they got stuff. Because my daughter is lactose intolerant, so I feel bad for her. <laughs> as you're like, as I sat there eating this ridiculous bowl, you're just staring at your daughter like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks. Basically, that, that's how it went down. Has she tried oat milk? Goat milk or oat, oat milk? Oat. Oat milk. Oat. Get rid of the milk. G. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I mean, we've we've had like the oat cereal. Um, or it's like a little toddler suit because she's only two right now. Is oh, so all- she has to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't, isn't the majority of cereals already oats? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, no. fuck. Like, not corn. there's like rice cereal. <laughs> like they dude, there's so many different types of cereals for kids that Granola. Like, I was just like, I don't even know what this shit is. I I don't think I was ever fed this. Why would I feed my kid this? Like I'm going back to my bowl of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I try to like throw a steak at my kid. She doesn't really eat it though. Well. I don't know. Um, that'll take a while. But oat milk has that same creaminess as regular milk. Dunkin' Donuts offers oat milk as one of their milk substitutes. Oh. Oh. It's the closest to a real latte that I can drink. <laughs> nice. 
I mean, I do, I do like coffee. Uh, I really, actually, I really like coffee black, to be honest. I do too. It's really, uh, it can be really good. I've never um, been able to acquire the taste for coffee. Anything coffee, I'm just, ugh, I can't, I can't do I it. Drink, I drank my mom's coffee as a kid. See, I never drank coffee as a kid. Actually, for a long time, I didn't drink coffee. And I'm mad because <clears throat> there was a tour I went on in a village of Dominican Republic where we went to this lady's house and she's like making like, coffee from scratch from the plant to her kitchen outside into this cup and it smelled so good but i wanted absolutely nothing to do with it because i i at that time still hated coffee and i wish i had tried it because i, I probably would have liked it but yeah see, i still would have tried it because it would have been there yeah. real coffee yeah <clears throat> i took the hot cocoa instead Oh yeah, I'll say this: Dominican Republic coffee is really chalky. Oh okay. I bought people coffee back from the DR. I personally didn't like it, but. Well, so um, what was like one of the one things you liked most about DR? I think I I like the people in the DR. I mean, everybody kind of lives as a community. Yeah. So here, and I mean, most people in the DR are living in poverty but they live as a community. They kind of look out for each other here. It's like everybody's kind of in it for themselves. Yep. Yeah. One thing I always remember is just the avocados and the mangoes. We talk about food. I will not eat mango in the States because I know what a fresh mango needs to taste like. And I still love avocados when I can get a good avocado, mm-hmm. but the avocados that they had in the DR fresh off the tree they're lime green, yep. like bright, oh, bright green. <laughs> they're like what you see on pictures that like, aren't, aren't altered. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. Yep. I've been missing out. So good. And I also like that you kind of get best of both worlds in the DR. There's mountains. Yeah. And then there's beaches. And yeah. the one thing also I noticed in the DR is, you know, we have ways to go as a nation in some things, but they are living in almost a segregated community as far as like the Dominicans from the Haitians. They still don't talk to each other for the most part. There's still a lot of racism in that country. And it kind of opened my eyes to see that there were people still being segregated in parts of the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely everywhere still. Um, or not everywhere, but you know, a lot of places that I mean, I, I I really don't feel like there's too many people very familiar with geography. I mean, I know I suck at geography, like terrible at it. Yeah, I, you could tell me like a lot of places. I probably couldn't even name all fifty states. I'm not even gonna lie. It will take gotta, me a while if I just gotta sing the song. It. Just sing the song, and you're good. I don't even know what song you're talking about. You never sang the state song. I'd never even heard of the state song. Yeah. Uh, are, are you not going to? I was. I thought about it. I thought about it, and I'm like, I, I haven't drinking enough to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to know as far as like your education around history or geography. It's one thing to know dates. It's one thing to know where something is located. It's mm-hmm. a whole other thing to know what their culture is like. Yeah. yeah. So you I think- mean, I I definitely uh, got a little bit of taste for their culture. 
And the one thing that made me mad is they told me I can't give any of them money because, like, we went on this whole tour around the village, like, got to hang, like, see their schools, like, hang out with all these kids. And, like, dude, I am just, like, in complete awe and love of all these kids. I'm, like, hanging out to them. I'm just, like, fucking start handing them money. They're, like, no, no, you can't do that. That ruins the economy. I'm here. And I'm, like, what? I was, like, nah. I was like, they're getting money. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're buying shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, uh, it's like an influx of money coming in. You could throw it all off. Whatever. These kids are going to go buy like fucking 100 pounds of candy, probably. So it's all good. Now the candy market has just been ruined. <laughs> and did the kids not just come up to you, just flock to you? Yeah. No, they're awesome. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, they, they they love seeing people. They love meeting people and like here they're they're taught stay the fuck away. They especially if they got candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, the, definitely things are different there, but the the culture there is is a lot different. They're more welcoming to be like family oriented and things like that, more friendly with with people overall. And I definitely, man, I had a, I had a great time there. It was, Definitely was one of the best times. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Have uh, I, I seen you skydive now? That that that's impressive because that is something oh. I would never do in my life. Yeah. When I said earlier that fears were meant to be conquered, I still get a little queasy with heights. Even a lot of rooftop bars. I even had friends with like a rooftop patio. I'm mm-hmm. still getting over there, and I was like, oh, what if I fall off of that? Or if I see somebody else like, what if somebody jumps off that? That's going to freak me out. (laughs) But with skydiving is, I was like, okay, you know, every now and then when I'm on the plane, I still get a little queasy about flying. So I'm like, oh, I'm up in the air. If something happens, what, what can be done? I've never been in an emergency situation like that before. But with skydiving, the worst part is that plane. It is the scariest plane to be on in life. It's shaken. It's not a perfectly good plane. So when people say, why would you jump out of a perfectly good plane? Well, it's not a perfectly good plane, first and foremost. That's got you up there and it's going back down just fine. That's why they do it. They're like, if you don't jump, we're going to go down anyways. We're crashing here soon. This plane wasn't meant to go longer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, I was like, yeah, here it goes. But I jumped with a tandem and... I just wanted to conquer that fear of heights. And I've always, I watch stuff all the time, like bungee jumping when I was a kid. I watched, ski. we weren't allowed to ski growing up. Ski? We weren't allowed to ski. I went skiing for the first time this year. So my dad knows somebody that personally lost a limb from skiing. Yeah. So, because it was so. so that, that was it. No skiing for nobody. No skiing. Yeah. He was so traumatized by it. We didn't. Like they hurt their like leg or arm so bad they had to cut it off or something or like they had to get it amputated their leg. Dang, I'm willing to bet somebody lost an eyeball with a stapler, so probably stay away from those two. Yeah, <laughs> paper clips. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I yeah, skiing skiing is a is a tough one. I'm a I was in Colorado for 10, 11, 12, 13 years, and I went skiing for the first time like a couple years ago. No, I was I was not good at it. <laughs> it takes a minute. I, I would never uh never skydive. I would never die. I will Jordan, Jordan die wants a, a wuss. <laughs> now Jordan tell you this I'm like I can't when you get out of that plane, you forget you're skydiving. 
You really do. You feel like you're kind of like a machine or something. I, you I bet you're human. You're you're flying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you forget you're skydiving and remember you're about to die. That that's, that's all. This is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I go. And I think that's why I'm such an adrenaline junkie because I like doing things that make me forget that you know, instead of quote unquote, you know, staying grounded, I like to do things that just make me forget I'm human. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of them. kudos to you because it, it takes guts and I certainly have none of it. I, I would have, yeah, tandem too, because like you're, you're strapped to the front of somebody. I would have pissed that person off by crapping all over them. Probably. <laughs> Like, I, I would have been absolutely terrified. <laughs> like, I, I literally would, would think, like, right when we jump, like, all right, parachute's not coming out. I'm going full force. Like, as you can clearly see, I am going full force towards the Earth's surface. Yeah. <laughs> With nothing to stop. What's the, what's the other one? Paragliding or the, the sail or whatever? I want to do that so bad. What, dude, what about that the guy? Cool. The I'm guy that the, the dude didn't strap him in properly. So literally he was in the air and he started to fall oh. and he like held on and like literally like held on for life as they were flying and they got down and the guy like had to have surgeries all on his like arms and stuff because he like held so much that it like messed his arm up. Like the dude literally would have died if he would have let go. They were like hundreds of feet in the air and this <laughs> had guy to cut was, his arm off from the dude, fucking like, strap. <laughs> bro, they like literally had he to like go. They had to, dude, it was insane. I was like, how? Like man. Yeah. Yeah, so no, no, no skydiving, no paragliding, whatever it's called. I'm I'm good. I'll leave that to people that want to fly. I, like I, I would love to fly, and especially with those squirrel suits, those things look bad ass the things those, those people do scary those oh are, terrifying you're going even, you're going even faster, i would never i would like, never do them but they just look so cool and they go through like the mountain holes like that are tiny and they like like if i'm if i have lived to be 90 years old and i feel like you know what <laughs> today's the I'm day ready. <laughs> i'm going <laughs> i'm gonna go fly that day off the top the highest place i can go so i should be like yeah, I lived a good life. You know, I did all, all this, I did all that, and I'm like, oh, here's the mountain. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, That's it. Well, most people die. We talked about Mount Everest. Yeah. And getting up. And they say our bodies are not meant to be over 26,000 feet in elevation. Well, they say the biggest thing with that is the mindset, because when they get to the very last peak, very last top, you're going to walk over dead bodies. They don't even pick those dead bodies up. They just leave them on the mountain because they have no way of transporting them down. I said, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not climbing over dead bodies to get somewhere. Mm-mm. It's true. I mean, that's definitely something too. Like you, when, when you think about it, all data has been collected based on the mindset of having limitations. If we, erase somebody's mindset to like just really think that they can do anything and everything i bet you humans could be pretty fucking capable of some impressive stuff but your mind's definitely getting in the way there that's why we can't figure this damn brain out it, yeah, it's it's complex. Use it. complex complex yeah. it's pretty uh pretty interesting for sure yeah but 
Man, I, I will say it, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. And I mean, we we hope to have you back sometime and maybe yeah. even like, Absolutely. you know, get some get some mindless budget advice. That would be. Yeah. Uh, oh, go. And, and that's the thing with like mindset. Budgeting is so simple for me. Yeah. Because I just just take time each week, write out your expenses and be realistic about it. And also don't be afraid to say no. Uh, that's certain things. One. Yeah. Especially you get a pushy salesperson, you get, you know, your friend emails you about their, the company they joined and it's not a product you don't want to buy. Say no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of things about it, but yeah, I love being <laughs> on the show with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Everybody had a good time. And I mean, like I said, we, we look forward to having you back and definitely we will, uh, Oh, actually, I have one last question. I'm so sorry. Hey, go ahead. Are, are, have you ever gone into like the super like coupon clipping? Does that help or Ooh, crazy coupon? Yeah, crazy the- coupon. I've never been a crazy coupon lady. No, I am an Amazon Prime person, but my <laughs> my way is buy what you need and what you want. Don't buy something just because it's on sale. I'm a minimalist. I don't like having stuff that I don't need in my house. Then it's food. I buy toilet paper when I need it. I didn't run out during the pandemic last year, thankfully, but I'm not the kind of person to stock up on stuff either. Right. Well, ignore all these uh, things in the background. These are just survival. No, that kind of looks cool, though. Not souvenirs and toys. It's all all for survival. Just stupid stuff. I used to collect shot glasses when I went to new places. No, I don't even do that. I just take a bunch of pictures on my phone. Yeah, you could take a picture of every shot glass they have, and then it, it's almost the same. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you just when you take it, pour it into your glass, pull up the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, awesome. Well, yeah. So, and, and for everybody listening, watching, uh, all links for for Ella will be in the description below, as always. So you can find her, follow her, not yeah, like sure that. Check her out. Go click the links. Do it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And, and find uh, me. Stay mindless. Stay Stay mindless, mindless. everybody. Thank you for listening to the Mindless Morning Show. We appreciate you picking us out of the many great podcasts out there. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that little bell to get notified whenever we release a new episode or bonus content. Now go enjoy the rest of your mindless day.